I have a secret. I wore the wrong foundation for years. Then I discovered Il Maquillage, the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews and 50 shades of flawless coverage, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. It's tough buying foundation online, but their Power Match quiz matched me perfectly. And with Try Before You Buy, you can try your shade free for 14 days. Take the quiz at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz. Hey, good people. This is Sean from Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious. On today's show, we are budging the budget. Is it a challenge for you to simply budget? Does it seem no matter how hard you try, you just can't save? Well, today we're bringing back the credit king, but not as a guest, but as a host, because to be quite frank, this brother can budget. We're going in depth about my brother's method to his madness, and no matter how much money you make out there, people, there's simple ways in which you can and budget. So keep it locked, people. Two black guys with good credit. Budget in the budget. Hey, Derek, welcome to the show. It's official, my brother. You are a black guy with good credit. <laughs> Thanks a lot. My mom said if I tried hard enough, I could be a black guy, but hopefully with good credit. Mama ain't raised no fool. <laughs> so since we're talking about budging the budget, tell me why I wanted to come on this on it show of ours. Well, honestly... Over the past few years, I've done a lot, but at the core of my travel hacking and credit leveraging has been the foundation of a solid budget. There you have it. Mama ain't raised no fool. He knows how to budget, and he lives and plays hard. Matt, take us to commercial. Thank you, Sean. This sponsorship break is brought to you by Clean. Clean is a financial literacy program designed to educate youth in a fun and interactive way through class lessons, workshops, and web seminars. To bring it to a school or organization near you, please visit www.financiallyclean.com. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. We're going to set it off like how we do for every show. We got to know the history but is there really a history behind this whole budgeting thing, Dion? Actually, Sean, we're going right to the lexicon for this one. So uh, the word budget originally meant pouch or wallet or, or bag made of like leather. Purse. Hmm. Was Merce around back then? Uh, no Merces. <laughs> uh, but by the 16th century, budget also referred to the contents of the pouch, which is where paper enters the equation. Then it was in 1733, it became linked with finance. And it was by the 1880s, budget, the verb, appeared in the lexicon as planning one's expenditures. Uh, it was... Got it. Right? So tin cans. There are probably other small containers that you know were being used back in the day to categorize budgets uh, for everyday use. But it was the envelope and the financial budget that we think of today that really had the transformation in the 1800s. Now, who was the first to stick, you know, money in an envelope? Nobody's really sure. That's unknown. But it was still a fresh oh. idea just a century ago. Can you believe I'm still this? Trying to, I'm, still trying to, I'm still trying to figure out when the whole Merce comes into play. <laughs> electric, Sean, you're too fashion forward for show. me. But it was in, in the 1900s when the ready-made you know, budget ledger that households started using became readily available. And it was, believe it or not, the New York Tribune in 1918 who really you know, made budgeting, the practice of budgeting, headline news. Oh. That's really interesting. My mom actually used to save extra money in coffee cans. So you come over, get your little bit of Folgers in your cup, and uh, 
Might get some money. Who might knows? get paid. Whoa, I guess that was in the special cabinet. <laughs> a little bit, you know, tucked to the side. <laughs> Budgeting to most people, you know, it has a, a very negative connotation. But I always try to stay the glasses half full for me and never half empty. To me, it's the first step to becoming financially responsible. I myself have to make an everyday struggle to budget. It's not easy, even for the two black really? for this black guy with good credit. It's not easy, but I, I make an effort to it because with budgeting, you're not about. It's not about limiting the fun in your life, much people think, much which is what most people think. But it's about opening opportunities and money in order to have more fun and obtain what you want in life. And I think that's Derek. What you've been doing along the years, really budgeting and then. Being yeah. able to enjoy yourself. Well yeah, said, I totally yourself. agree. For me, it's goal setting. You know, uh, you have a goal in mind. Say you want to save up for a car or something. I mean, the budget is going to help you do that. It's basically just a plan that helps you prioritize spending. You know, with a budget, you can shift your focus to some of the more important things in life. Setting your money aside that can help you grow and reach that goal. Well, I'm going to provide you, Derek, with my reasons why I think you should budget. Hopefully, you have a few as well. One of the reasons why I think you should, people should be budgeting out there is it's I just keep it simple. It stops you from overspending. You know, once you have that number in your head and what you're working with in your budget, you know that hey, I have there's limits. There's limits to this hustle. Definitely. Two, it helps you save money. Every time you meet your budget goals, especially if you pay yourself first, you're able to save. And three, it makes you flexible because you know, life is unpredictable. There may be things that are outside the box that you didn't plan for, yes. but you know you can categorize for that and you know you have to adjust sure. as well. And the last thing that I want to say about it, you know, I don't overcomplicate this. I follow the KISS formula. Keep it simple, stupid. You can make a simple budget up for you as far as what your income is, what your expenses is, and just try to follow suit with it. So true. Yeah, for me, it's about goal setting. My, I've just got a few. And first thing for me, again, helping me reach my goals. I want to save up for a car. I put money away every month until I hit that goal. Helps me to stop worrying. You may lay awake at night trying to figure out what's going on, have too many expenses. So having something in your hand can really help. And again, that rolls into my third, which is budgeting puts you in control. It allows you to prioritize your spending, track how you're doing, and realize we need to pull back the reins a little bit. It's the biggest tool you have to change your financial future and gives you the power to make changes starting today. Love it. Love change it. is good. Now, I will say we got a, we got a, a desperate plea from Marilyn in Col- from Colorado who asks, but why is it so hard to budget? Why, you know, I guess, why is it so hard for to get started? And... You know, I did a little digging. They're saying there's five main reasons why Americans don't budget. This is according to the Desert News. They say, number one, it comes down to your relationship with money, unresolved emotional issues. That was top top the list. Meaningless numbers. And I think that comes back to what you were saying, Derek, about attaching a goal, right? There's uh, Kevin Gallegos. He's the VP over at Freedom Financial Network. And he said, basically... You need to tie these numbers to what you want to do yeah. in your life, you know, and that's going to, you know, in- encourage you, right? Uh, number three, inertia. Just think, um, we, you know, ask the question, why don't we go to the gym every day? You know, we know it's good for us, right? It's the same <laughs> thing with budgeting, says Eric Chen. Uh, he's an associate professor at the business um, uh, school at U- the University of St. Joseph, you know, and it's not just about starting, Yes, also have to keep up with it. Right? So that's a daunting task. Well, I would say this. I would just add to what you're going to say, Dion. At the end of the day, we live in a consumerism society, and we're pushed to be consumers rather than savers. And it starts with that. It's a mindset thing. Yes, and it's so funny you say that, Sean, because number four, they said, is endorphins. 
So you know how our, 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 the chemicals in our brain light up when we were about to make a purchase and it's so exciting? Well, you don't get the same endorphin rush when it comes to budgeting. Delayed right? gratification. Yep. Exactly. And then to round it out, number five, they say is misconceptions. And Sean had already touched on that earlier. He nailed it. You know, that misconception that budgeting has to mean you can't live. You know, you're depriving yourself. It's really about a means to an end. No, you're right. So I hope that right. helps you, Marilyn. But we're going to give you some tips. We're going to budget the budget for you. Don't worry. Yeah, and, and to be honest, people need that tangible thing. I mean, creating a budget can give you a tangible way to keep track of your money. If you don't write it down or look at it, then it doesn't exist, and it's not real. Yes. It, it's really mm-hmm. about, like I said, it's shedding lights on habits, and good or bad, that you probably didn't even know existed. I mean, with me, when I'm in my budget mode, I'm just really focused in, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting lean. I'm getting lean, people. <laughs> but that's when you find out how much you're spending on that Starbucks, right? Once you start... Looking at the numbers, getting under the hood. Those lattes exactly. add up. But seriously, it really doesn't matter how complex or simple you make it. I mean, as long as you're doing something, you break out the pen and pad or you go onto your computer and do something, that's all that really matters. It's all about a mindset change. And some people make vision boards to goal set and make things happen. Think about your budget as your financial vision board. Ooh, I love that. Um, but not to be a Debbie Downer, and just to put things into perspective, <laughs> in case you want to know how many Americans are actually a f- doing a formal budget. 100%. Uh, there was, pardon me? 100%. Oh, All I wish us, I right? could say, not even, uh, I'm talking a third, Derek. There was a Gallup oh, no. poll, and they found that only a third of Americans maintain a household budget. Uh, so only, if my math is correct, that means only one of the three of us on this show today are, is actually maintaining a budget. You guys have to do better, man. You guys have to do better. <laughs> I'll put up my hand. I'm guilty. I'll tell you that right now. Um, they're saying only 30% of Americans have a long-term financial plan that includes saving and investment goals. Um, this I found quite interesting, that you're more likely to budget if you make at least $75,000 per year. And that's actually courtesy of uh, Debt.com. Wow. Those are scary numbers. And, and honestly, we, we've got to step it up. I think a lot of it really comes from lifestyle inflation. Yes. Lifestyle inflation. Break, wait, wait. You're bringing that term in, Derek. Break, break that down for us. Yeah. So lifestyle inflation is where your income increases. And because of that, you also increase your expenses. So you get a raise at work. Next thing you know, you're buying a bigger house or you're um, buying more I'm clothes so and more and more that. things. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad habit. I always tell people net income is revenue minus expenses. I hear so many people talk about, oh, I got, I got a new job. I'm making more money. But I'm leaving Kentucky and I'm moving to San Francisco. And you don't realize the cost of living in San Francisco is much higher than Kentucky. And what it nets out that their quality of life hasn't changed. So budgeting helps you see these things, sheds lights on these things. You know, other than, you know, focusing on am I just making more money, making more money? I'm looking at what does my budget allow me to do and, and where can I go with the new income or injection of funds that I'm getting now? Right. Exactly. But it, it, Obviously, so many people are driving blind. So there was a 2017 report in Market Watch, and they found that half of American households live paycheck to paycheck. 19% have zero saved to cover emergency expenses. Um, 31% have less than $500 in emergency savings. Not surprisingly, about half of us, 49% of Americans, 
are then concerned and oh. anxious and fearful about their you know your current financial situation. Well. There you got it, America. We're broke and we don't even budget. (laughs) And that's the time we should be budgeting. The more or less money we have, we should be budgeting. Well, it's time to go to commercial break. Matt, take us away and hopefully you have some better news for the people listening in. Stay tuned. Two black guys with good credit. We're budging the budget, people. This commercial break is brought to you by Canvas Malibu. Canvas Malibu is a boutique and contemporary art gallery in Malibu, California. At Canvas Malibu, it starts with art, and their curated offering of shoes, apparel, accessories, and art are a definite must-see. Canvas Malibu is located in the Malibu Country Mart or online at canvasmalibu.com. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and as I say, today we're budging the budget. Woo! Well, how do we start yes. this Dargon budget? Well, I would tell you, keep it simple and just start with write, make a list of your values. Write down what matters to you and then put your values in order. You know, it's basically setting your goals. Forget about the numbers, just set your goals. And once you set your goals, then you start with determining your income. I agree. Personally, I go to paychecksity.com. It's a salary estimator. Let's me figure out what my income will be with taxes and, ex- and expenses so I can be as accurate as possible. You're next level, paychecksity.com. <laughs> next what level is right, John. <laughs> I have the website's ready. What habit to excel. <laughs> and then I always say net income is revenue minus expenses. So as well as you know your income, you need to know your expenses as well. Does, and if does necessary. paychecksity.com do that, Derek? It can help you a little bit, but if necessary, you may have to categorize them and come back to it. So maybe these expenses are utilities, maybe these are rent, car note, etc. And for example, electric bills, they're pretty variable, but you can ask the electric company to average them so you can pay the same amount per month and they'll give you a rebate at the end of 12 months. Wow. See, now that you know your income and your expenses and you know your goals, you are then ready to create your budget. And you're now mm-hmm. really equipped to budge the budget, right? <laughs> and the first line in your budging the budget should be who? Yourself. You, you want to pay yourself first. Right. And that should be an expense line. Paying yourself. And many people fail to do this. And then when they get older, they have regret it. So all mm-hmm. you young people listening to today's show... I can't stress how important it is to pay yourself first. That's right. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. So make that savings account for yourself. Me, I do what Dion said earlier, and I separate my money. Not into purses or anything like that, but separate my money. Mercy, <laughs> different. Separate. Come on, they're in Mercy. Come on, no, no, in Mercy. No. I'm but, looking at you. I know you got Mercy set up all through your house. <laughs> but, you know, you, you separate your money. And uh, the first... The first bit of money goes in for my savings account. That's the very first part. So it's an active, it's an active thing of paying myself first. And that includes your retirement because most of us have to fund our own these days. Yes, and remember, I'm a huge true. advocate of, of credit cards. I believe in credit cards because it makes your money worth in three different ways. But in respect mm-hmm. to budgeting, you have to know that your credit card payment is a future payment. So you may think, let me put this on my credit card this month to meet my budget, but then it may throw your budget out of whack the next month when you have to make that payment. Agreed. So you have to be mindful of credit cards. Agreed. So you just need to be mindful of what's going on with that. And, And also, there's a lot of software that's out there that can help you. A lot of people like using Mint, a lot of other apps out there. Me, personally, I still like Excel spreadsheets. 
Oh, I'm not the only oh you person. found your mate. You found your soulmate here, Derek. Just so there, there may be someone else out there that still likes those, but again, that's don't call that's him my works. mate. We just have we have a, a strong commonality. You have I a mutual interest in Excel. We have, we have a, exactly. I've Great been, minds think alike. I've had this. I've had the same spreadsheet since 2002, believe it or not, and I have all the files. Wow. I can go back. Yeah, and it, it's simple for me. When I get an expense, I, ha- I put it in my, my spreadsheet. It's highlights in black. Once I make the payment, I highlight in red. And once the payment comes out of my checking account, then I highlight it in blue. It's that simple. And, I, and as I get a bill, I keep it in my briefcase and I walk with it. And, and then I can't wait until <laughs> that bill is... I, I, I walk around with it, yeah. And I can't like wait until that bill is... Yeah, but the, the victory for me, the high for me is when I pay that bill, I just rip that bill up. I just rip that hard copy right. up and throw it in the garbage, and and I just feel like I've ran a marathon, and there's people flooding me with flowers and victory uh, at the end of the road when I pay You got those bill. endorphins cracking. <laughs> well, uh, Derek, Sean, they may, they may enjoy their Excel spreadsheet. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but I did uh, review NerdWallet's um, ranking for the best tools to use for uh, budgeting. Derek? Okay. Best overall saving and budgeting apps. I hate to tell you, it's Mint and Acorn. Oh, uh, okay. Best budgeting okay. app for more of a hands-on user. They said you need a budget. That's the name of the software. Uh, best simplified budgeting app is Pocket Guard. Uh, best mm. app for paying and tracking bills. It was Prism who won that spot. Uh, best Prism, tool- you said Prism? <laughs> Not Prism, Sean. Prism. <laughs> like, You're going to have people thinking you're locking up your mind. Man, I was going to say, man, you got some time uh, in jail. Best tool to evaluate <laughs> your investment account uh, is the personal <laughs> capital app. And then the best service to do the work for you. So there's there are software that really automates automates this thing for you and makes it really easy. It's called Albert. So that rounds up. So you got Albert five. in prison. That's interesting. Uh, okay, okay, but so whatever for your me, pleasure. yeah. So I'm not I'm not into all those new apps. I still I still go back to the Excel. But one tip I use again is doing the separate bank accounts. That helps me so much. And just doing that, once the money's gone out of that account, it's gone. But as long as I paid myself first, I still have a savings. How and many bank accounts do you have? You start right, right to the next paycheck. I, I've got seven. I've got seven. I've got one for my savings, one for the mortgage, one for my bills, one for traveling, one for my car. I mean, I, I just put everything out. That's just one me. One for that, those fly haircuts you get weekly? I'm extreme type A. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, so and when it comes... Check, you, you, you dump them in the buckets. Yeah, yeah. Direct deposit makes it so much easier. And I'm not loyal to any company or, or brand when it comes to expenses either. I know that's another big part is expenses. That, that's so key. That's key. I'm not budget, a slave to my a, expenses. You're a budget whore. Jesus. Oh, so that's, that's, that's pretty <laughs> offensive. I would say that my budget flirts with people. That's oh, all. It's, it's, we, it's we promiscuous. We're not exclusive. That's all. We're just not, exclusive. not exclusive. Yeah. I broke up with cable like four years ago and we stream now. Everything's streaming because it's cheap. <laughs> you trade it out. There you go. I would have to say, be like Derek. Find what works for you. If you need seven bank accounts and you want to be that budget guy and, you, and have, divide your checkup, if that works for you, then I say by all means, God bless you. You know, there's all these apps that can help you as well, but you have to find what works for you. I've tried to share my spreadsheet with some people in California, not to mention any names in Canada, and it was just it was a little bit too much for them, but they figured out what works for them. 
You know, so you have to, it's just a real identity. Just, I always say, keep it simple, stupid, follow the kiss formula. Just find something that tracks your expenses and allows you to pay yourself. That's what's important. Right. And I love the fact, Sean, you make it a game. You're competitive with yourself. Yeah. Losing is not an option for me. And you know, when I, and these things, I have this ongoing game in my head and I get excited when I, and I'm able to find a way to reduce my expenses and I'm able to cut a budget line. I call my budget lines opportunities. I look at it as a game and it's me versus them and I'm always trying to find opportunities and you have to really take it at that level where it's a game, especially if you're one person that's super competitive. And with that being said, Matt, take us to commercials so we can get some more revenue, so we can find some more ways in which to budget our budget. NickNightDirect.com is the fast, easy way to shop online. To buy an item from any U.S. website, just go to NickNightDirect.com. That's N-I-C-N-A-T Direct.com. Choose your method of payment and we'll ship, handle duties, and deliver your item straight to your door. I'm Sean of NickNightDirect.com and you have my word. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. So we told you why you need a budget how to make a budget, now we're telling you how to maintain that budget. And it starts with the big D. Not the big B. <laughs> D. The big D, which is discipline. Your eyes shouldn't be bigger than your mouth, Derek. Preach on. I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, look, I, I stick to my discipline. You don't, you don't have to worry about that. I know but, you do. I'm just playing. Derek, I've known you for the, a year and change now. I've only seen you in the same blue jeans the last year. So I know you stick to that budget. And I will take that as a compliment because I'm not going into my savings account for $400 jeans because I do have friends that have That's that. That's right. Not Tell even $20 jeans you're going into your savings account. Well, let's not, let's not get crazy. But, but honestly, back to the discipline point, you have to start building your discipline and sticking to your budget and avoid those impulse purchases. A couple extra shirts, a couple restaurant visits a month can easily add up to a couple hundred dollars. Stop cheating yourself. Well said. Um, actually, Senator Elizabeth Warren came with a really great way to just simplify things. And it came, it, it, basically, it's the 50-20-30 budget. And uh, it's basically you can find in her book, All Your Worth, The Ultimate Lifetime Money Big plug, big plug. So she basically made this basic rule to divide your after-tax income into spending buckets. So you've got spending for 50% on needs, 30% on wants. That's not bad at all. And then while allocating 20% to your savings. So I think, I mean, that seems doable to me. I wouldn't feel strapped. You know, on a, on a 50, 20, 30 budget. Yeah, I think that's a good starting point. But I, w- I would like to get away from that 50 for the needs if possible. You know, you want to pay off your debt when necessary, your high interest, anything that's just looming over your head that you can pull okay. off. So right. when you when you put that money, when, after you pay off your debt and you put that money somewhere, it needs to go into your savings or to your retirement somewhere else. You You want to stay away from that lifestyle inflation. So once you pay that off, Put it to good use. Mm-hmm. You guys like to talk about all the technical stuff. I still like to follow the KISS formula, which is keep it simple, stupid. Me, my <laughs> strong point is to maintaining that budget and everybody get the elephant out the room. Don't be shy to spread the words to your friends and to all those people that have peer pressured you. Because I don't believe peer pressure is only for the young. It's for the young, the old, and all. Tell them your ass is cheap and you're on a budget. <laughs> 
put it on your Instagram. We know you'll tell them. Facebook it. We know it. you'll tell them. Text In it. those words. My ass is cheap for the next X amount of time, and I'm on a budget. <laughs> John, you know what? You're right. I mean, if everybody, if you're not, if you're vegan, you gotta let people exactly. know you're vegan, right? If you're on a budget, let people know True. you're on a budget. And when you start telling people in your circle, see if you can find an accountability partner, someone that'll help you out, someone that'll share this with you and maybe go on your journey. If they don't want to go on the journey with you, at least they'll support you and not try to throw a bunch of impulsive things in your way. Well, I think you should continue also to tweak your spending, like I said earlier. You know, not just in cutting expenses in a sense like, oh, I'm not going to buy this, I'm not going to buy that. Maybe if you buy a, a medium coffee, buy a small coffee. If you're having lunch out four times a week, brown bag a couple of times, you know, those kind of things. You know, don't, I don't like, you know, and instead of shopping at J. Crew, shop at J. Crew Factory. Those type of subtle changes that you can do that can save money, right? And I get you, I bet you, Derek, you shop at J. Crew Factory, don't you? Yes, here you go. So you're I telling my secrets. So you don't even look at so, J. Crew. You don't even look at J. Crew. No, I don't. You I don't. Too, I tell you, two It's a V-neck pod. shirt. <laughs> I'm not gonna spend eighty on a V-neck when I can spend ten on a V-neck. It's the same company. I'm sorry. Look, you can pull my tag, whatever. It's the same clothes. I don't care. You've got to look to reduce these expenses wherever you can. So that goes for clothes, for cars, for home, everything. I told you I cut the cord. And I do the same with my cell phone plan. Everybody is on the chopping block. I'm just saying. You can Google it. And honestly, if you've, if you've gone down this road and you've looked to condense your budget, work on your budget, you've exhausted all these options and it still doesn't work, what you need to do is find a financial planner, someone who can help. It's, it's nothing wrong with asking for help. Sometimes everyone needs professional help, in this case, financially. So I've got a great financial planner who I'm working with, and he's helped me get to the next level, realize I'm actually saving too much. I need to put more into my retirement. So you, you need people to help you strategize those things. There you have it. A black man with good credit, and he's saving too much, people. And an advisor. Knock yourself out, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> but just to be clear for our audience, so financial planners advise clients on how to best save, invest, and grow their money. So let's not confuse it with the stockbroker who, you know, that's who you call when you're looking to pick stocks. So I just want to make sure we're clear on that. And then when you're looking for a financial advisor, and you may have done this, uh, Derek, but you want to make sure that they are a certified financial planner. So they have to pass a very rigorous test. Um, and they also have to do ongoing classes um, on ethics, et cetera, to always make sure that they're current. So um, you have to make sure of that. That's number one. Number two, you want to consider a, a planner's pay structure. So this is key because a planner who earns money based on commission rather than a flat rate, whether it's per hour, per year, or on you know based on percentage of assets, they're going to want to steer you in a certain direction of you know in terms of products, right? So you want to know that they have your best interest at heart. So you want a fee only advisor, right, Derek? I totally you agree. agree. Totally agree. And then number three, always make sure you read the code of ethics for your financial planner. So make sure you know what they adhere to. And always look for the word fiduciary in the language. Because, um, again, you always want to make sure that they're looking at your best interest. Right? And I actually pulled that from the Wall Street Journal if you want to learn more. Well, you have the why, the how, and the maintain wrapped up. So now is the victory line. Reward yourself. You know, and rewarding yourself could be daily, weekly, monthly, whatever you feel to motivate yourself to reach these budgeting goals, then you need to do that. So that being said, let's take it to commercial, Matt, and let's wrap it up. Thank you, Sean. 
This sponsorship break is brought to you by Clean. Clean is a financial literacy program designed to educate youth in a fun and interactive way through class lessons, workshops, and web seminars. To bring it to a school or organization near you, please visit www.financiallyclean.com. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. And we've been budging the budget all show long. And I just want to thank Derek for helping us achieve that goal. Thank you for your co-hosting, your rookie debut. Thank you, Derek. Telling everybody about the, your cheapness ways, your blue <laughs> jeans, your J. Crew factory shopping well brother. Tried. Thank you. Dion. Take us out. Tell some people some valuable information, please. Well, I just want to give you, I want to leave my, I want to leave the listeners with um, just a few more resources when it comes to financial planners. I know it can be tough. So there are quite a few organizations out there that can help you. Uh, The National Association of Personal Financial Advisors, uh, Financial Planning Association, the XY Planning Network. There's also the Alliance of Comprehensive Planners and Garrett Planning Network. And um, there are also financial planning service companies now that are catering to a specific demographic. I'm speaking to my ladies right now. So check out uh, LVEST and LearnVest. And they're specifically targeting women because they say basically, you know, some demographics you know, save and, and budget differently. So keep that in mind. And also keep this in mind. Never hesitate to reach out. Email us your questions at tbgwgc at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Black Guys Good Credit. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review to make it easier for others to find us. And my name is Dion, the lady with the history, the stats, and the cold hard facts. And I'm out of here. Derek, your bottom line is? My bottom line for budgeting a budget is a budget can be as simple or as difficult as you make it. It's simply a tool that you're using to make sure your income exceeds your expenses and will continue to do so. Follow it and reap the rewards of your hard work. Remember, when opportunity knocks, make sure you're there to answer the door. Thanks, everybody. Until next time. My bottom line is continue to keep budging the budget. There's always opportunity. From opportunities comes rewards, people. Look at it as as part of your game and your challenges of life to reap what life has to offer. I'm Sean, the better half of two black guys with good credit. Keep your money where it belongs in your damn pocket. I'll see you all next time, podcast people, and I'm out.